The 2021 season wasn't about the wins for the New York Jets, and even though it would have been nice to have been about the wins, the biggest thing for the New York Jets this past season was the development of their young core, and especially the 2021 draft class assembled by Joe Douglas and see if they made the grade. This is Rich Sports Talks presents Grading the Jets 2021 NFL Draft. First up, Zach Wilson, arguably the most important pick for the New York Jets, and his grade is a B. Look, I liked a lot from Zach Wilson, and a lot of his struggles this year were due to the circumstances around him, especially the second half of the season with all the injuries, with all the lack of support around him. And again, the last six games, very good. 156 completions without an interception. I saw a lot of growth in him. The reason why it's a B, and some people are saying, well, Nolan, if it's really that great, why are you giving a B? There's two big reasons why I'm giving Zach a B. The first is durability. That was a concern coming into the season. He did miss significant time, and it's a thing that next year you want to see him be able to play the entire season. And the second thing is, while I saw a lot of good growth from Zach Wilson, I didn't really see a lot of pop. There were some good moments, but again, the lack of consistency at times. And again, Zach had some great wow moments, but I would have liked to seen a little bit more put together. But overall, considering the circumstances around Zach and his injury, getting a B grade is still a good job and a good rookie season for him. And of course, we have big expectations moving into the 2022 season. The next one, Elijah Vera Tucker. I gave this grade an A. I mean, this kid looks like he could be a future all-pro at left guard, or at the very least a perennial pro bar, the Jets' best run blocker. When you watch the tape in the run game, when the Jets have a big run, it's behind AVT. Struggled in pass protection at times, but did get better throughout the season. Look, to me, he was the Jets' most consistent offensive lineman this entire season and as a rookie. And again, this was a rookie that missed significant time in the preseason with an injury. You could tell the first couple games was still getting his feet wet. A full offseason, a full training camp, and another season next year. I think you're going to see him take a huge step next year. And this could be a great pick and a huge building block for this organization for the next decade. Next up for the Jets, Elijah Moore, and I gave him an A-. Look, you can make the case there wasn't a more exciting Jet this entire season than Elijah Moore. When he was out there, he was explosive, a game-changer, whether it was in the running game, whether it was in the pass game. And again, bit of a slow start, but once he got going, he was a dynamic playmaker. And again, he looks like he could be a huge playmaker and a big piece for the Jets moving forward. Now, while some people will say, well, wait a minute, shouldn't this grade be higher? The reason I give him an A- minus is the injuries. Slightly concerned. Again, early in the preseason, got banged up, missed some time with the injury, and then, of course, finished the season on the IL. That's a bit concerning. Again, when he's on the field, he's great, but I would like to see him be able to stay healthier. But if he can stay healthy, the Jets got a legitimate playmaker and a possible steal in the second round. Next up, Michael Carter. I gave him an A. Another playmaker found in the fourth round. Again, unbelievable value for Carter. Like Elijah Moore, has incredibly high ceiling, but again, was injured twice early. And you wonder if he can be really a truly 20-a-game back. I think he has the potential to do that. Again, slightly higher grade because of where he was picked in the fourth round. But when you look, he was second in the league in missed tackles per rush. He was the fourth highest graded Jet this entire season, according to Pro Football Focus. 
unbelievable year and a dynamic running back. This is a kid that not only can make plays in the run game, but also in the passing game, an exciting building block and could be arguably the biggest steal of this entire draft for the New York Jets. Next up, Jamin Sherwood. I gave him a D plus. Look, Sherwood was thrust into action early this year because of the injuries in the preseason, but his season was cut short to five games. It was a tough transition because, again, you could tell this was a learning curve year. The ideal situation would have been have him on the bench, have him get limited snaps. And I get making the transition from safety to linebacker was going to be difficult. And you could see flash of the athleticism. But there were times, especially early on, where he looked overwhelmed, was out of position, would overrun the play. Again, looks like he could be a nice role player potentially for the Jets. But... I still need to see a lot out of him next year. And if he doesn't have a strong training camp next year, he could potentially be one of those guys on the roster bubble. Up next, Michael Carter II, the cornerback, not to confuse you with the running back, but he gets the same as his counterpart, another A. It looks like they found a starting slot corner in the fifth round. Look, Michael Carter didn't allow a touchdown reception covering the slot this entire season. Look, he's not outside corner. He's a solid slot corner, and he's an ascending slot corner that fills a key role. And again, this could be a key position on the Jets, and with the wide receiver sets that you see now, you need good slot corners. He got better as the season went along, and he looks like a legitimate player. And again, this is another thing on the checklist the Jets can cross off that they have the slot corner figured out because of Michael Carter II. The next Jet on the list is Jason Pinnock. I gave him a B plus. Look, another solid pick in the fifth round. Pinnock did struggle early in the season at corner. Again, if I was grading on the corner basis, the grade would be a lot lower. But here's the big thing. When he was moved to safety, we saw a jump in his play, showed better coverage skills. And look, he was one of the highest graded Jets over the final few games. And he even said like he was looking forward to this offseason to work as a safety. Again, do I think he could be a starting safety in this league? Maybe with a lot of development, but... He's showing versatility that can play a little bit corner. If he comes back and has a nice role as a safety, having a good rotational safety in the fifth round is a nice addition. And we've seen that he can cover, which is what they are looking for in the safety role this year. And especially, I'm excited to see how he develops over this offseason with a full OTA, with a full offseason, and how he looks at the start of the next regular season. Up next is Hamza Nazaruddin. Uh, Look, Hamza had an interesting year with the Jets. I'm giving him a C because, look, he had a good, strong showing in the preseason. Looked like he could be the potential starting outside linebacker, but an early injury really derailed his rookie season. After that, just really looked like he couldn't get it going. Looked slightly overwhelmed at times, but despite this, he does appear to be more comfortable at the position and better upside than Sherwood. And again, this is a kid that can be a vital special teams player He can play multiple roles. Again, do the Jets maybe try him as a hybrid, can play safety, can play linebacker role next year? There's a lot more that you can do with him. I'm interested to see how the Jets deploy him, but either way, the Jets got solid linebacking depth and a potential special teamer here late in the draft. And at this point, you have to be just solid with that. And again, that's why I give him the solid grade of a C. Up next, Brandon Eccles. I give him an A. Considering where he was drafted and the fact that Eccles could be a highly rated backup or a spot number two star is a huge find. However, there's one thing I really like about Eccles that the other corners haven't shown me yet. And the other corners have shown good cover skills. But Eccles is showing better ball skills. He's attacking the football, two interceptions late this year. And again, I love Bryce Hall. 
I like what Michael Carter did, but those guys are good in coverage, but they haven't been able to make plays on the football and get the football. Echoes was showing that when he looked more comfortable in the second half of the season. Again, looked overwhelmed very early in the season, but as time got on, progressed, looked very good. And again, he's not going to be a number one corner, probably not a good number two, but if you have him as your third corner or a good rotational corner, he's a nice fit. And again, having that ball hawking attitude is something that this Jets secondary desperately needs. And finally, Jonathan Marshall, I gave this a D. Look, in fairness, Marshall shouldn't have been on the field a lot this year, given the Jets' depth coming into the season at defensive line. But again, shattered through injuries. And even when he was on the field, didn't make a huge impact. Depending on if the Jets bring Fatu Kasi back, could have a more important role in 2022. We will have to see. But again, given the Jets' lack of depth on this team, I maybe would have liked to see them go in a different direction here in the draft. And again, you can't get too hard on them for the sixth round, but when you looked at how deep the defensive line, again, in retrospect, he did get playing time because of the lack of depth, because of the injuries. But still, I would have liked to see just a little bit more from Marshall. And that gives us with an overall grade of an A-. minus. Look, the Jets had a good draft. I think that this is a draft that if the Jets really hit on this next one could be a huge turning point for the franchise. But overall, where they got great value and the type of players that they got and the key roles that they were able to fill out, this was a great draft and really gives you more confidence as a Jet fan going into the 2022 draft with Joe Douglas at the helm. Want more Jets content? Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest here on Rich Sports Talk, whether it's mock drafts or updates on the upcoming New York Jets offseason. Thank you so much for joining us, and make sure to check out our community page. We have plenty of polls and, of course, interaction with you guys, the fans, and we want to know what content you would like going forward. But until next time, this is Rich Sports Talk.